And welcome, everybody, to the second episode of the Orange Fire Podcast. Today is the 2018 postseason preview. Uh, Going to look at the National League Wild Card, the American League Wild Card, the National League Divisional Series, and the American League Divisional Series. And uh, I have a special guest with me today. He is recording live from the most magical place on earth, the University of Baylor in Waco, Texas, ladies and gentlemen. It's the one, the only Mr. Trey Hinkle. Trey, how you doing, buddy? Thank you so much for the wonderful introduction. Yes, uh, the most magical place on earth, Waco, Texas, Disney World. Got the day off in a so did Baghdad, Iraq. So we naturally stepped up and took the place, the most magical place on earth. That's at... so great. And, and the charges have been dropped, have they not? They're ongoing. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> so today uh, we are, like I said, we're going to look at the different uh, playoff scenarios. Um, just yesterday, what were your general thoughts on the two game 163s we had uh, that had never happened before in league history where we had two in one day? What were your general thoughts? Um, I kind of liked it. I kind of, it was basically split half and half for what, am I, what I expected. Uh, the big shocker to me was Chicago, Milwaukee at Wrigley. Um, Chicago clearly with the better team, in my opinion, that came on through. But Milwaukee, and who I believe is the NL MVP, Kristen, Christian Yelich, uh, once again putting the team on his back, along with Lorenzo Kane. Milwaukee is an interesting scenario because you don't feel like they're the team with that is, you know, all the way there. So, you, you know, you look at Boston, you look at the Astros, you're saying that team's probably about as talented as they're going to get. I don't feel that way with Milwaukee, but somehow they are the number one seed in the NL and have home field for the entire playoffs. So it's an interesting scenario to say the least, but it's kind of interesting. The suspense is on and it sucks for Chicago and Colorado because now they have to play tonight. And especially for Colorado who flew from call from Denver to LA now back to Chicago and you yeah. know, that the travel is tough. So if I had to pick, you know, it's an interesting scenario, but there's definitely losers involved. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and also I was expecting the Rockies to have a little more fight in them yesterday. If you, if you could say that. Um, Yeah, you kind of did. I I I kind of expected LA at home just, but not by that margin. Yeah. I I expected LA at home too, but I mean, I, I thought the Rockies, I mean, really, they the game should have ended five nothing. They got two courtesy runs off of Jansen, and I would. I mean, they were being no hit to like the fifth or the sixth inning. And you look at that line. You look at Blackman. You look at Story. You don't expect them to come into a game like that and to be no hit for over half the game. Right. And so, all right. Well, uh, because of those results yesterday, uh, tonight, like Trey mentioned, is the National League Wild Card. It will be at seven o'clock on ESPN. And it is the Cubs against the uh, Rockies, and it will be at Wrigley. Um, John Lester starting for the Cubs at Wrigley. I think that bodes well for the Cubs. Uh, Lester is experienced. He knows what he's doing. And you have home field. What are your thoughts? Um, I would tend to agree with you. I think, if anything, Chicago's coming in there more angry and with a lot more fire than Colorado, say, will. If I had to put emotions on both teams – I'd say Colorado is, or excuse me, Chicago is pissed, and Colorado was more in a state of depression or sadness, or because one, they were so close, and really it was their division for the entire month of September until yesterday, 
And now they're flying across half the half the country once again to go play a team who they know is more talented than they are, and doesn't feel like is playing as well as they should be. And also, not only talking about the experience on the Cubs roster is up and far above of what Colorado has. So I, I agree. yeah, I agree with that. But I also don't think the Cubs have done anything to make me feel like. They're going to run away with tonight. I mean, they they the haven't. Three, but don't you don't you just feel like deep inside there is somewhere like oh it's Chicago. They they haven't had a great regular season, but you know there's one more like fire within them that is about to go off. I I mean, I I guess. But I mean, when you enter the last week of the season, you're up by more than two games, and you blow that. I I just I don't know. I mean, it kind of makes me wonder. Not if they quit, but do they have anything left in the tank? Right. I mean, and – but, I, I mean, and then you look at the Rockies, and, I, I mean, Trevor's story, you know, is kind of still dealing with that the injury. I forget what it was. Um, but he's definitely not uh, – what's the word? He's definitely not 100%. And, uh, I, you know, Charlie Blackman, I, I want to get my – I want to get my hair like his. The mullet and everything. I don't know I if that I would. I don't. I don't know if that would look good. I think it would. I think he can pull it off because he's a certain type of individual. I don't know if you could do that. Because okay, you're, but what you're if, you? But, but what if I get? Wow. Okay, but what if I get a truck? What if I listen only to country music and I get a tattoo sleeve like the dude from uh, Aquaman and Justice League? Well, now you're just stereotyping him. I'm not. Sta- I'm not stereotyping him. He doesn't have tattoos. But you're assuming that you would look better with those things. I, I'm saying no. I'm saying I'm saying I think that haircut would work for me with those things, as opposed to right now where it wouldn't. Yeah, no, right now because, because you don't have those things. I don't have those things. No. Well, I mean, it has been two months, so you never know. I mean, two months since you saw me, I might have went out and got a tattoo sleeve. I mean, you you never know. I wouldn't put it past you. I know. Uh, okay, so <laughs> so uh, all right. So on the let's just on the count of three, let's just say who we think wins tonight. One, two. Three Cubs. Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, majority of America tends to agree with us. Yeah. I just, I, I think at Wrigley. And now, now if it was in Colorado, if it was in Colorado, I might say Rockies. But because it's at Wrigley, I just, I don't see it. Bigger okay. factor for me, Chicago is not happy that they're even playing in the wild card game. John Lester's on the bump. Exper- about as experienced of a playoff pitcher as going to get. Chicago's won a World Series and been in the playoffs for several straight years now, and Colorado is tired and flown across, flown across half the country, less experience. It's Chicago. You, you know what Colorado needs, right? What's that? Steroids. Oh, I thought you were going to say marijuana. <laughs> I, they, I mean, I, I they, mean have pl- they have plenty of it, so. They do. They, they, they have, I mean, it's legal there. Um, okay, so uh, the American League national, uh, sorry, wild card tomorrow night, TBS, 7 o'clock, uh, A's, Yankees. General thoughts on that? I find this one interesting more because it's a lot more of a toss-up. I was reading a, a power rankings of the I playoff I teams. I know, but that's, that's just yeah. your situation. But yeah. as I was saying, it's, uh, it was ranking the playoff teams up in the, in the field, and I was kind of shocked to find it ranked Oakland – last and new york was next to last really which i i mean i'm agreeing in that they are in similar in position but i didn't think they would be 
last in the entire field, but I think that's just kind of a testament to how close we think this one's going to go, how, you know, the teams are pretty similar in a fashion. New York, you know, we think of them, we think of an offense, you know, all-time record and home runs for a team in a season, whatever that stat is. And then, you know, pitching that's good for the most part, but has nothing dominant like, you know, a Chris Sale of Boston or the Astros' top three starters or something like that. And Oakland kind of fares the same way. Chris Davis, I'm pretty sure, led the, finished on top of the American League in home runs. I think he and, did. Uh, a pitching staff that is now decimated due to injury. But not prior to all the injuries, there was really nothing special, but got the job done somehow. But um, yeah. I think it's about as close to even as you're going to get. Yeah. Now I haven't seen this. Have they? Uh, have Have they announced who the starting pitcher tomorrow night for the Yankees is? I haven't seen it. Um, it is, and it is going to be Luis Severino. It's going to be Severino. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the best choice for them because I I mean Tanaka has pitched in games like this for one game elimination and he hasn't done well. Um, and also I, probably pitcher at this point. This is a thing I was going to bring up maybe later, but since the point's already kind of on it, I just don't know about – to me, the postseason is about pitching. You know, yeah. you can talk – last year was a lot of offense, but this – to me, it always comes down to a great pitcher. The Astros last uh, – in game five of the World Series, Clayton Kershaw v. Dallas Keuchel, you know, both pitchers stunk. If Clayton Kershaw is performing like a regular season Clayton Kershaw, the Astros get smoked. So, it, to me, it's down to pitching. I just don't know if the Yankees have a guy who they can just rely on 100%. This dude's going to get the job done every night, you know. Because Luis Severino, to me, has not gotten the job done in big games in the regular season. Sure, he No, can not be, really. Sure, he can beat Baltimore five out of five times, but a one-armed kid in a wheelchair could do that as well. So, you know, I just don't know if they have a guy who the Yankees could – definitely rely on come the postseason and that'll especially be telling if they win on uh tomorrow night yeah and and also with the uh uh with the yankees in the whole catching situation for me i don't know gary sanchez is a question mark because you would expect gary sanchez to no matter what be the guy behind the plate that can stop wild pitches stop you know and you're not gonna stop everyone i get that but he has not had a good year by any stretch of the imagination when it comes to that. Gary Sanchez has never been known to be a, 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 even a good defensive catcher. He's been there because he can hit the ball 460 feet. And but he hasn't really fairly... been doing that. Oh, no, no, no. That's the whole problem with New York is that he's the guy who they just relied on offense behind the plate. They released Brian McCann, who's a pretty decent defensive catcher. And Gary hasn't gotten it done. And then you talk about, you know, lack of effort kind of things. And that seems to be what he's been doing this season, you know, not running out that ball in Tampa. Oh, well, now he's on the DL. Okay, sure he was, blah, 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 you know. I I mean, the thing with with the Yankees, really, that just kind of is interesting to think about is they traded Brian McCann to the Astros for really nothing because they put all their all their dice in on Gary Sanchez. And then if you believe some reports, one of the main reasons that Joe Girardi was let go this offseason was because of Gary Sanchez. 
and because how Girardi wasn't connecting with him and all this stuff. I mean, they've, they've done a lot for Gary Sanchez, and he is still not producing the way he should. The Yankees have just been a mixed bag this year. Last year, it's literally the tale of two different teams. Last year, the team that no one was thought was even had an idea of that was going to make the playoffs, and they go to the ALCS and are in Game 7. And then this year, you know, they had the NL MVP. Well, he bats 250. And Aaron Judge has gone most of the year. Didi Gregorius has gone most of the year. Gary Sanchez has gone a lot of the year. You know, this team has been kind of floundering per se. They still won 100 games, but the expectations were through the roof to where a lot of people were them were where a lot of people were picking them to win the division. And I'm also not really that sold on Aaron Boone as a manager yet. Yeah, so I'm not either. Wednesday I mean, night will I, be very telling of what he can do. If I'm the Yankees, I, 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 I mean, I didn't understand it when it happened, but I understand even less now why they chose Aaron Boone over Joe, Joe Girardi. I don't know. It's To me, the way I described it after Girardi got fired was it's only the New York Yankees who could fire their manager after losing in Game 7 of the ALCS when you hadn't been relevant in a postseason for at least five years or so. It's yeah. only only in New York and only in pinstripes. That's true. Uh, now, the A's, I mean, God, who saw them this year? No, no one. <laughs> Zero I mean, people. I mean, the A's have just been insane. And like you mentioned, I mean, they're sorry. I mean, they're not going to do. I, I think that if if you're looking at goals for this postseason for them, it's to go to the ALDS. Because they, they aren't, oh, yeah. they, they aren't going to make the ALCS with that starting rotation. They're not going to make the World Series and start. And they're definitely not going to win the World Series. And so, um, if, 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 I mean, but, but you also look, I mean, Chris Davis, Matt Chapman, even Lowry to some extent, I mean, they have really saved this team and more. And Mike Fire, where did he come from? Uh, I mean, it's, it's been crazy for the A's and they deserve everything that they've gotten so far this year. Uh, you talk about a team that came out, out of absolutely nowhere. The A's, Won 75 games last year, 75 and 87, um, and that's a this year finished 97 and 65. That's a 22 game win increase, more than what Houston did last year to take over not only just the second spot in the NL West, but the fourth spot in the American League above the Cleveland Indians on a run differential that is pretty not extremely close, but pretty darn similar to what the Houston Astros have. It's actually kind of incredible it reminds me of what minnesota did last year coming out of nowhere but except to a much scarier larger and, yeah yeah as much scarier and interesting um level i i honestly don't know what to think of this team because you want to say that you know what the roster tells you is this nothing special and honestly the roster isn't incredible but the people on the roster perform the, the people in the lineup hit you know, the pitchers on the mound get the job done. And that's what wins you 97 games. It's That's why I opened up with saying the teams are kind of a mixed bag because you have Oakland coming out of nowhere and you don't know what to think of them because you're like, you know, you're still in this mind phase. Is this a real thing? Blah, blah, blah. And then you get the Yankees who you're like, well, I know what to think of them, but what I think of them is not what I'm seeing on the field. Um. <laughs> the postseason is going to be interesting this year, that's for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I think those are all. I think those are all. You know, good points. So uh, on the on the count of three, let's uh, let's say who we think is going to win tomorrow night. One, two, three. Yankees. Ooh. I only I, say Yankee. I've been badgering on them, but I only say Yankees. They're in New York, and they have a. Say what you want about Severino. He's a more experienced and I think better pitcher than what the A's are putting up there. Yeah, but I just don't think I, I think the Yankees are kind of falling behind. I don't think they've been good for the last. When I also when I also pick New York, I pick New York on like a fifty one percent chance to win. So yeah, I just I mean I don't think it, I think it's gonna be close either way, but I just I don't think the Yankees right now are what they need to be. Um, okay, also, so, also doesn't baseball want a New York Boston ALDS? Oh, they do. I mean, yeah, they do. They they release so if, the if uh, the god if the gods are kind. I mean, they released the uh, the television schedule tonight, and they're obviously planning. For oh, they it. are. They are prepping for it. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's move back over to the National League real quick for the first NLDS: Dodgers, Braves. You have a Braves team who I honestly don't know much about, other than they won the East. So congrats. Um, and then you have the Dodgers, who had to play that extra game to win the division. We know who they are. We know they're stacked. We know what they're like. Yasiel Puig yesterday guaranteed a World Series win. Um, and so, I, 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 in my opinion, I, I don't even see much of a competition here. Um, I think this one is kind of the, I don't want to say least interesting, but, I mean, that is what I'm going to say. Of the entire playoffs, the Braves, I mean, when I look at them, I honestly think they are – maybe besides Colorado, probably are the weakest team of the National League. You look at their division, it's, uh, you know, Miami sucks. New York sucks. Philadelphia honestly kind of came out of nowhere like everyone else and then sputtered after the All-Star break. And then Washington, who is currently a dumpster fire. So they, to me, didn't really have to fight anyone off. They mustered up 90 wins, uh, 18-game increase over last year. Um, and that's behind people like Freddie Freeman and Nick Markakis, both NL starters for the All-Star game. So they're kind of a mixed bag. I don't know what they're going to look like in a playoff scenario, but um, I can see like an L.A. team, you know, cumulate what they had last year and, you know, build up that steam that they had last year off that experience. Yeah, no, and like I said, I just don't know. I mean, I don't know much about the – I don't – I mean, besides Freddie Freeman, I don't know if I can name one Braves player. Um, they're insanely young, and they're obviously talented to win the division, but I, I just don't see – I mean, you go up and, – and L.A. has home field too. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just – Kershaw is on the mound game one. I mean, we know what he does. Um, but I will say this, uh, Kershaw's last – regular season start did not Kershaw always has problems in 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 the playoffs and we all know this and last uh, his last regular season start which was Saturday he gave up five runs to the Giants which is not good and Kershaw so, Kershaw has not been himself regular season this year no I mean the, really the Dodgers have it I mean it, it took no them until, that, it took them no. until yesterday to do what they were supposed to do um and so if you're Dave Roberts, I think you're a little nervous that going into the playoffs, his last start, he gives up five runs to a team that's sub-500. That's not good at all. 
I mean, I'm looking at the Atlanta lineup, you know, Acuna Jr., you know, you look, they have names on here, but you're not sure what they're probably going to do. You know, Acuna Jr., Albies, Freeman, Marquecas, Kurt Suzuki, Ender Enciarte, you know, but then I'm going down the lineup. Ender's batting 246 on the regular season ending yesterday. Tyler Flowers, 242. Dansby Swanson, 235, who I'm pretty sure has a hurt hand and may or may not be playing in the postseason. So it's it's a mixed bag. I'm not sure. them. Um, and especially, you know, you know, the, also the pitching rotation, you know, Fulton Evich has been pretty decent this year, but, uh, you know, but then behind him, who do we have? Julio Tehran. I haven't seen a ton from him. Um, I just feel like it's a kind of a recency bias. Atlanta came out of nowhere, but I've seen more of LA and I know what they can do, even though it seems like they have an entirely new team this year, but. I don't know. This is this is probably the one that excites me the least out of all of them. Yeah. Well, and if if we were if we were going to have a competition on what stadium is nicer, I think I mean, it's Atlanta hands down. I mean, Atlanta Stadium is beautiful. The Dodger oh. Stadium is disgusting. It's nice when you look out over the ravine and you see you know the city, but this place seats like fifty six thousand. So when are you ever going to sell that out? Never. Uh, uh, well, I mean, if they make the World Series. Yeah, well, does anyone really want to see that? I, I do, as an Astros fan. That would be exciting, because that means... I'm, I'm okay. I'd, I'd rather have someone we can sweep in four than we can go to seven with and make my heart skip a couple beats for a couple days. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, on this one, count of three. One, two, three, Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, and how many for you? Um... I can see it going five, but I'm going to lean on four. I'm going to say four, too. I don't even – I don't see it going five. I honestly can see a sweep, but I'm just being nice, and I'm going to say four. The, the beauty about the MLB playoff system is a lot can, you know – when you do a seven like the NBA, generally the better team wins, and they always yeah. win. When it's in five, there's a lot of room for craziness Error. to happen. Yes. Yeah, that's true. New, New York and New York beating Cleveland last year was just craziness. So we, we, we already talked about the National League wild card and the first divisional series. Let's just talk about the Brewers real quick. Just the Brewers for themselves. We don't know who they're playing. Christian Yelich, insane. Lorenzo Kane, insane. Their bullpen, insane. I honestly think they're the best team in the National League. I think I actually I would probably agree with that. But I think it's I don't want to slam on them because they played extremely well this year but I think that's more of a lack of a dominant Chicago Cubs team or LA Dodgers team appearing than it's Milwaukee that's not to hate on Milwaukee at all in fact I'd be rooting for them over anyone in the NL but I mean you know LA won over 100 games last year they won 92 this year they dropped 12 games Washington dropped 15 not in the playoffs Chicago improvement of three games but that was you know from the 103 win mark they set two years ago. They have not increased at all. Milwaukee yeah. has steadily just done better, slowly, slowly by year. Yeah, it's true. And, and I mean, for me at least, Milwaukee and Colorado is like this too. They're one of those teams that you just root for just to root for. I right. Mean, they, don't, they don't mess with anybody. They're not a team of jerks. They're not – and, they you know what I mean? They just – 
they they just like playing the game. And whoever thinks about Milwaukee, I mean, uh, no one, no one. And so they're just one of those teams that you know if they go on a run, I I wouldn't mind watching them go on a run. My, I'm confident in what their offense brings behind Yelich, Kane, Aguilar, Braun, Mustakas. You know, all those guys are capable of going off at any moment. And especially when you string them together, it's pretty scary. And obviously the bullpen's been top, you know, five in baseball for the entire season. I'm worried about what the starting rotation brings. I don't know what they're capable of. And as I iterated earlier, to me, the MLB playoffs is pitching. Yeah. Well, so uh, if if it's Cubs, I – I'm taking Brewers over Cubs, and if it's Rockies, I'm really taking Brewers over Rockies. I would probably go out to say if Colorado wins tonight, then um, I would go 3-0 sweep for Milwaukee. Um, One, because I just, like I said, travel sucks, and Colorado would be doing a ton of it, and I think they would just be wearing down, and Milwaukee would be waiting for them. If it's Ky- if it's Chicago, to me, it's a toss-up because I don't know which playoff team is going to show up. Are we going to see the 2016 playoff Chicago Cubs, who were unstoppable, or are we going to see regular season Cubs? So. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. So, all right, uh, back over to the AL real fast. Um, the set LDS is Astros Indians. Um, I. I, I Trevor, I don't know if you saw Trevor Bauer, excuse me, is not going to be in their starting rotation. Uh, he's only going to be available out of bullpen, which I think is a big loss for them. Um, I, I think I think the Astros can can definitely win this series. I would I would go farther and say they're expected to win this series. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean when I like I said like I said about Atlanta earlier, how they don't excite anyone. Cleveland is that team of the American League. When I, when I say just the word Cleveland, does it bring any excitement or thrill or even happiness to you? No, it doesn't. Um, the Indians are a team who, you know, you just feel like, first of all, they got helped so much by their division because their division it was atrocious. But that's a team who you're just like, it's the same team we've seen for probably three years now. And, you know, they are what they are, and that's nothing that is incredible and that you would think is going to put up an incredible amount of difficulty in a fight with the Astros. So so is it that the team brings you no joy or the city of Cleveland brings you no joy? It's more of a fashion of both. I mean, uh, okay. so Cleveland... You don't, I, you, don't, you don't have a summer home in Cleveland. I don't know if I would – I don't know if you could pay me to live in a summer home in Cleveland. Um, what about rent one? Even then, I mean, I I, hate, I don't want to riff on people of Cleveland. I don't know people of Cleveland. I'm just talking about the city. It's uh, It seems like a sad place. It really does. <laughs> when the, the economy is based on LeBron James, and now he's gone, so – what does that do for you now? Indians baseball? Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, sure, congratulations, you won 91 games in the AL Central. With the Twins, who just fired their manager. Detroit, who's been terrible for years. Chicago, who's been terrible for more years than them. And Kansas City, who just went off a cliff. So, You're, you're, just, you're just jealous of Cleveland. You wish you owned a house in Cleveland. 
I don't. I honestly, if you ask me, probably two most depressing cities in America, I think we're having a 15-round knockout session between Detroit and Cleveland. It takes 15 rounds? I and eh, maybe 11 and Detroit <laughs> wins a, Detroit wins in a knockout cuz uh, that's good. <laughs> um okay so yeah I I I think the Astros win the series. I think it I I'm not I'm nervous about the series to be honest. Are you really? I'm, I I, am. I tell you what I am more cool now than I was with Boston last year. Oh no. I no, don't no, I opposite. don't know why. No, that's opposite for me because Boston last year was a team that the, the the Red Sox last year were the Indians of this year. They weren't that. I mean, they didn't really have much of a competition. They were kind of okay. Their players were good, but they weren't great. the The Indians. I mean, the, it's it's going to be Kluber game one. I mean, that is no walk in the park. Well, I never said that was going to be easy. I mean, the way I see it is when I look up and down the roster, I see, you know, Indian starting rotation as you mentioned with Bauer. He's out of the bullpen. So what does that leave? That leaves Kluber. And Carrasco. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, then and I go. One over... guy, I'm sorry, I forget his name. He has long hair and lots of tattoos. I forget his name. They've well, already announced Another time. But you can list, you list those two guys to me. All right. Well, Carrasco's 17 and 10 on the year. And then you go to the Astros side, Justin Verlander. He's in the Cy Young discussion, whether people like it or not. He's not going to win, but he's in a discussion. And then Garrett Cole, 15-5 and five on the year, and he's looked dominant. And then we go down the lineups. I go Cleveland, good lineup, pretty darn good lineup. You know, Jose Ramirez, Lindor, blah, 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 Kipnis, you know, all the same people. But then I go down Houston's, and I see a lineup that is led by the defending MVP, Jose Altuve, who's done it again, you know, batting over 300. You know, Gurriel's near 300. Bregman's had a, you know, not, you know, a near MVP level of year. And then I see people like Springer and Correa, who have, to me, not gotten it done this year, but are fully capable of it. And as we saw last year, when the when the lineup clicks like it can, it's scary. Clevenger is his name. I'm sorry. Clevenger. Okay, Cody, yeah. Yeah. Clevenger has already been – see, here's here's my problem, and this is why I'm nervous. Do you, yeah, I, I mean, it is within the realm of possibility that they lose to Kluber game one. Do you agree with that? I think that's possible. I could, The way I see it happening is a 3-2 to two or 2-1 two to one loss. Verlander okay. and Kluber pitch gems, and we have no offense. Okay, so if that happens, you're down 0-1. And then let's just say, let's just say you beat Carrasco the next day. You're tied 1-1. Your game three is in Cleveland, Clevenger on the mound, and then Keuchel on the mound for you. I give that to Clevenger. And then you're down two one. That's what. Th- that's why I'm nervous about this series because Keiko for me this season does not inspire confidence at all. He had a terrible first half. He's picked it up in the second half. I am taking the liberty that the Astros pitching staff, which has given up you know the least amount of runs in baseball this year, holds up in the postseason all the way around, and that includes you know Keiko and Charlie Morton. And I take the liberty that the Astros offense of 2017, which scored 896 runs, by far the most in baseball last year, somehow resurfaces into this year. We've scored 100 less runs this year than we did last year. But it's the same players. You know, you see my logic is I think they're holding something back 
that, you know, I think hopefully will be unleashed in the postseason along with the stellar pitching staff. Yeah, I, I mean, I just I, – I mean, Clevenger's 13-8 and eight with a 3.02 ERA. That, that is – that's pretty darn good. I just – I give that game to the Indians. I think the key – big key to it is the Astros are going to have to get over there. I don't know what the word is. Uh, not resistance, but I guess you could say that to winning at home. They – for some reason, don't like to do it. They don't do it. Um, that's going to be a key to this postseason, especially when you have, you know, home field in the first round. Yeah. Uh, they went on the road. We know they can do that, but it's a matter of what they can do in games one and two, and then hopefully, you know, do what they can normally do on the road in games three and four. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, for me, I'd take the Astros in five. Um, I would do the same, um, if not in four, four or five. Yeah, I say five because I don't. There's an, I, no I'm way giving, possible it's a sweep. No, and I'm giving Kluber a win, and I'm giving Clevenger that win in Cleveland. So, and I'm not saying Kluber's going to win game one, but I'm giving him a win somewhere there along the ways. So. I could see it. I think the telling sign for both of these teams is what the offense can do. We know we know at least the front half of Cleveland's got talent in the rotation, and we know what obviously what Houston brings. But if we see an Astros return of the 2017 offense, I mean they're by far the favorite to win the World Series. Yeah, I agree. So okay, then the final uh, American League team is the uh, the Red Sox. Fantastic year, kick butt. Um, Chris Sale is on 100 percent. David Price in the postseason is just a, a dumpster fire, a train wreck. Um, I, you know, I looked at the uh, I looked at the five thirty eight uh, this morning, and they are not favored to win the World Series. The Astros are, um, and so I think the Red Sox have a lot to prove, but I definitely think they're very dangerous. I'm personally most scared of, and you know, I'm scared of the American League in general because I think they're the superior. League as of right now, top to bottom, but I the sec the team I'm scared of facing is Boston. Yeah, but I'll tell you why, and I think that they remind me a lot of what the Astros were last year, a team that scored 876 runs this year, gave up 647. The Astros last year scored 896 and gave up 700. So we're talking about a team that scores a lot of runs, hits a lot of home runs, drives in a lot of runs, and a pitching staff that is good. Nothing great, but that is exactly what the Astros were last year. Last year, we the Astros, in my opinion, only succeeded because Justin Verlander was traded for. And his postseason dominance, I think, aided along with the great offense. So Boston, to me is going to hinge on the success of two guys, and that's David Price and Chris Sale. And if those two guys don't get it done, especially against a team, hypothetically, let's say New York, then I think, you know, I don't see it happening. Because yeah. as I've said several times, pitching to me is the postseason. And if you guys, your guys can't get it done, then you need your offense, hopefully in a scenario like that, to score eight runs a game, nine runs a game, to keep up with, you know, the level of offense on the other side from your lack of pitching. Yeah, on on 538 right now, 
They give the Rockies a 3% chance to win the World Series. The Braves a 3% chance to win the World Series. The A's a 4%. Cubs, 5%. Yankees, 7%. Brewers, 8%. Indians, 9%. Red Sox, 19%. Dodgers, 20%. Astros, 22%. Isn't that crazy how high the Dodgers percentage is? Yeah, I don't. What, I don't. What, what over that. the regular? What over the regular season has inspired you to say that they're better than last year? They have a better chance this year than they did last year. Yeah, I don't understand that. And I'm also kind of surprised at how low the Cubs are. I mean, yeah, they're a wild card team, but they're not a bad team. I'm kind of shocked how it's just really centered on three teams. Yeah, it's it's literally. It seems like we're either going to be having a Boston, LA, or Houston, LA World Series. Yeah, which I, mean, I, I think, and I think maybe you want to talk on the AL side. That's more likely to happen for Houston, Boston. But I mean, the NL to me is a much more wide open race than we can, you know, we talk two hours about how it's wide open. But yeah. So all right, well, if it is the uh, if it uh, if it's Astros, Red Sox, I take Astros in seven. If it is uh, Indians, Red Sox, I take Red Sox in six, maybe five. I would agree with that. I would say Astros over Red Sox in six or seven, like you said. Um, and much like you said, Indian or uh, excuse me, Red Sox over Indians in five or six. Um, and if we somehow see New York in the ALCS and maybe see Astros New York, I could see it in five and six along with Cleveland over New York five and six. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, uh, that that pretty much covers everything. Uh, may, may I just say, fantastic job communicating. It was it was amazing. Oh, you thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I've heard I've had I trouble mean, with it. I mean, God, you just opened up. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I know, um, I know. So uh, I do appreciate it. You are the you're the Jeff to my Craig, and uh, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. No problem. Anytime. I'm uh, happy to share my wisdom if some people call it lunacy, but I'm happy to share it at any point in time, especially with you and your, uh, you know, intelligent self, if that's what you want to call it. You, you know, well, I do go to a dirty public school, so what can it's, I say? Yeah, you can only go so far. Only so far. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening to episode two. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, all that stuff. Uh, appreciate it. Um, subscribe to it if you like it. Leave us a comment if you like it. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll have to be doing another preview, but this time for the ALCS and the NLCS with the Astros in it. So uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we hope.